Welcome to episode 61 of the ADHD Adults. I'm James Brown, the man who has to suffer the injustice of working with the beach bald-headed pig fucker that is Dr. Alex Connor. Hi, Alex. All rise. Fuck's sake. Right, so I'm just trying to work out your logic here. Yeah. Um, that's kind of a quarter term. This is uh, an episode about justice or, or injustice. Am, am I in the right? Am I in the right? I, don't, I actually don't care. Um, how are you, Alex? I'm excellent, thank you. And no, it's just a coincidence. I just like the the song "All Rise" by Blue. <laughs> All rise, you know. Oh We're uh, <laughs> still growing larger, James, so to speak. Mm. Um, although. It is possible someone just left their Spotify on and went on holiday. I imagine that's how these things work. Mm, Don't know. Likely. <laughs> yeah. But one of us, one of them sent us a letter. Feels I mean, I'll be, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll be yeah. honest. They probably didn't, did they? Because they've not been awake much in the last week or so. But carry on with the bit because we, when we commit to a bit, we really commit to it. So, yeah, uh, let's hear about this letter. We've committed to this to quite a dark level. Yeah, that's right, James. It's from a Robert from Kidderminster. Robert says, thanks, Robert. Um, I listened to your burnout episode. Thanks a lot. Um, but burnout is also what James says happens to his working underpants after sprout season. <laughs> thanks, Robert. I'm 47, James, and I wrote that. I know. Well, well Robert did. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, that is, if there's if there's ever like a dictionary definition of a shit dad joke, that's got to be kind of top five, hasn't it? But, you know, well, well done, Robert, um, for coming up with that. Well, I read it out. So you know I've been sent a real letter. Sorry, did you want credit for reading it out? You just went, well, I read it out. Yeah, I didn't write it. <laughs> Robert did. You should be, I'm oh, sorry, so, I wasn't listening. You've been sent a real letter, have you? <laughs> wasn't listening should, is your, one of your absolute key <laughs> mottos for this podcast right the real letter is from Anita it said love this I haven't checked love this episode just wanted to say you guys are right <laughs> bit weird going through my first psychiatric assessment and feel a bit undermined after the initial session was told ADHD is so popular now fuck off she didn't write that I wow. said it and also was told in rabbit ears James I'm so highly functioning and well-educated, so you can't, as if you can't have. Anyway, wow. your voice has really helped here. Oh, I'm loving that. We loved it, didn't we, that letter? It was perfect. I mean, I, 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 there's so much to unpack there. I mean, obviously, we haven't got time, but you, you almost expect that of some GPs, but the psychiatrist to say that, holy fuck. No, I've heard it before. Yeah, yeah. I know. Wait till we I'm get your Nick on to talk about these things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I do have one. That's not funny. <laughs> of course, of course, I do. <laughs> no, I, I know. I was just, I, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I was trying. I, it was a misfire that gag. I'm obviously it's always really looking terrible, for a, like for a I'm mental health podcast. I know, but I'm always, I'm always. It wasn't, it wasn't about the fact that you've got a psychiatrist. I was trying to point out that your psych, psychiatrist knows that you're obviously weirder than most in some way. It didn't work. Now oh, we've no. been talking about it for 35 seconds rather than just passing <laughs> over and move. It's like Mrs. ADHD is here, but instead of treading on jokes, we're just extending the shit ones to waste people's time. Oh, carry on, Alex. We're still increasing internationally, James, by a, <laughs> oh, a wow. convenient. <laughs> a convenient single country precisely every seven days <laughs> we're up to 135 countries now wow i want to just i want to break the third wall which i don't think we've ever done before to say james put greenland in the script but 
that's part of the kingdom of Denmark, as let's be honest, literally everybody else knew. <laughs> not a country in its own right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can you can blame me, and, and I didn't I, di- I didn't know that obviously, um, but obviously I, I go on what our uh, podcast hosting website tells us. Uh, so blame them, Alex. They're American. Blame them. <clears throat> Sorry to our American oh, listeners. <laughs> Howdy. We are, of course, both bewildered and grateful to all of our listeners. This week, we'd like to say a big alu and tikiluari to our strictly Danish, but the one that speaks Greenlandic listener. Strictly, strictly Danish is uh, obviously an alternate version of BBC Saturday Night flagship dancing show. Anyway, <clears> as usual, it's your sex tape. It is. It's about bacon. <laughs> Anyway, this episode of The Big Bang Theory of a podcast, I mean literally any episode of The Big Bang Theory, um, is a tragedy in three parts. We pick a theme. Last week we talked about burnout and ADHD. You like it. You like The Big Bang Theory. Have you ever watched... Have you ever... It's comforting. Have you ever watched the video where... (laughs) Have you watched the video where they removed the laugh track? And it literally is a series of statements that follow each other, none of which are jokes. Uh, Anyway, um, last week we talked about ADHD burnout, and this week we're going to talk about something that, embarrassingly, Alex and I didn't know was a real thing, as in there's research into it. And thanks to our friend of the show, Jack, for pointing this out, and that's increased sensitivity to justice in ADHD. You'll see lots of memes about how people who are neurodiverse are you know, justice sensitive, but we genuinely didn't know that, you know, there was science behind it. As usual, the three parts uh, include the usual bland, meaningless, evidence-based psychoeducation about burnout delivered by the man who puts the D in ADHD, Alex the Psychoeducation Monkey. Our our personal reflections on justice sensitivity, and then the third and final bit will be top tips slash spunk trumpeting on how to deal with the subject. So, Alex, the sense of injustice I have being locked into a podcast for what feels like the rest of my life with you is overwhelming. So get your arse in gear and dance, monkey, dance. Is that referencing the Eric Klein poem? I really like that. Thanks, James. I mean, I mean, Lots of sorry. Stud- sorry. Just, just, just before you go anywhere, do you honestly think that I would ever reference a poem? Mm. I mean, it's a really good one. Eh? It wouldn't have surprised me. Oh, yeah, no, fair, fair point. I, I embarrassed myself there suggesting that lots of studies focus on the negative behaviors of adhd anti-social behavior blah 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 there's loads of them but there's increasing evidence that those affected with adhd may have some pronounced justice sensitivity i've recently learned justice sensitivity (laughs) describes the individual differences in the frequency with which injustice is perceived and also obviously, the intensity of our emotional and behavioural reactions to it, because that's always funny, isn't it? So this, this, broadly speaking, there seem to be three types of this justice sensitivity. Observer-sensitive people who like really clearly see the, the disadvantage that others get. Beneficiary-sensitive people, and they disapprove of injustice that's to their own advantage and to the disadvantage of others. And then perpetrator-sensitive people who perceive themselves as causing disadvantage and they react with guilt and they punish themselves or try to and try to compensate the victim regardless of whether it's real or not there is a slightly related victim sensitivity which is a heightened concern concern for self-related interests james is is that is that the form that you've is that the form that you've got about not being included in most of the talks on the science of adhd tour because you do seem to to be very sensitive to it alex 
Oh, oh, are you doing a series of talks? I haven't seen that every fucking day on Instagram, Twitter, phoning me up, getting your wife to tell me about them. I didn't know. Well, we, we, what we can say, what we can announce, and we're going to do a video on this later, is Alex has managed to shoehorn himself into another three of those talks in January. So there will be talks from both of us, and we'll drag Mrs. ADHD along. Anyway, we digress, Alex. What a surprise. Carry on. Mm, I know. So adolescents, James, you, and also many adults with ADHD, have <laughs> been reported to show high justice sensitivity in all, all three of those first three areas. So we generally perceive injustice more um, and more intensely as well as more often, showing strong emotional behavioural responses to it, to injustice. So I, I, I actually think when I was making that last joke in Rabbit Ears about you in the tour, I was yeah. actually thinking <clears throat> that my... My victim, in, my victim in justice is the idea that you might be the funny one, and that absolutely burns with me. <laughs> James, one word, Ronnie Corbett. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no one will know what we're talking. Some people will obviously. Well, Mister Mister. James's friends. I think we have to say it before. James's friends once yeah. said he was very much the Ronnie Corbett of our partnership, which only to annoy him, obviously, but it really killed. I laughed a lot. Whilst justice sensitivity has been defined as a personality trait, it is thought that the different emotions and motivations we exhibit as ADHD adults in, in situations of injustice result in in a, in a different system of justice sensitivity than people who do not have ADHD. Mm -hmm. People with ADHD, James, oh, struggling with that phrase, I think it's right. Um, a really interesting study which, which used a game, an experiment that was a game, showed that people with ADHD had higher justice sensitivity to the controls, and it was visible in their, in their reactions, in their behaviours in the game. And people who had inattentive type ADHD, so mm -hmm. the ones that didn't report as hyperactive, even maybe showed higher justice sensitivity than those who were just hyperactive or combined type and you know normos <laughs> can't say no <laughs> or can't say neurotypicals either worst for no, yeah, ever yeah pe people without adhd normally suffices that i find that i find interesting I'm, I'm guessing well i know this was a pilot study because i wrote that bit i'm guessing that um you know whether there is statistical power to say that that applies to all is difficult but because this is all embarrassingly new to us as academic yeah. research scientists um, yeah. Do all the studies that, that I've written about in the script agree, Alex, or do any of them disagree? Well, as an expert on these studies, James, who's uh, <laughs> very, very recently watched them, no, they do not. So one study reported that ma male adults failed to show the higher expected uh, rejection-sensitive behaviour, sorry, rejection. Um, the reason I said that is because it was a typo in the script. Justice sensitivity in mm. people with ADHD than in people without it, or men or male adults without ADHD. Might be a boy thing. That's all. What, what were the we, sorry? What were the three types of injustice? Because of the four, the four types again. Because I actually feel that you pointing out that that was a typo in the script, and you've also yeah. highlighted it. I feel that's an injustice because I don't think I did that. <laughs> you definitely did. Fuck. <laughs> I did I like okay. it. Okay. Um, well, well, point, observer sensitive. So you, I perceive the disadvantage of you. The fact is, that I like it. It's irrelevant. I perceived it well. Just coincidentally, you just happen to really enjoy it. Okay. For once, yeah. you didn't really bore me too much. I think it's just because I'm exhausted. Um, so we'll take a quick break. And we'll I'm be back exhausted. To it's... 
I've signed and look, for, for anyone that's watching on YouTube, I'm in Robert from Kidderminster's bedroom because um, I'm staying here part time to, to care for him. So I am tired and my hair is really suffering from it. It's, it's the reason I didn't put a background on is it makes it look like a penis or more like a penis if I put the background without a green screen. Wow, a penis that's been bitten by Edward from Twilight. <laughs> The vampire thing is not going away. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I, I don't know. Vampire thing is not going away then, is it? <laughs> Definitely not, no. Yeah. Here to stay fab. Right, we'll take a break. We'll be back in part two for some personal reflections. Alex, hi. Hi. What's up? Hello, Governor. Welcome back to episode 61 of the ADHD. Every time, every time you do this. Alex, do you want to bring us back in? Yes, yes, we'll do. Three, two, one. It's just a delay. 15, 15, it's not a fucking delay. It's not a 15 second delay. You do it deliberately. Jesus. Welcome back to episode 61, part two of the ADHD adults. We are talking about the thing we've known for ages, justice sensitivity, (laughs) maybe increased adults with ADHD. As always, in part two of our uh, podcast, we do personal reflections on this thing we've known for ages. James, you go first, will you? Uh, what are your yeah. personal reflections well, on? Well, on I mean, I've, I've spent yeah, I've I've spent years writing these down because I've been aware I've been aware of justice sensitivity since before my yeah. diagnosis. In fact, so this this list has been uh, has been prepared not this morning um, in any way, but very much over the last few years. Um, and I've just, I just happened to have added some bits to it this morning. So the bit I've added is, why the fuck do you think I do all this? Would I spend time with you, like willingly, of my own volition, if I didn't feel a burning injustice at the way in which people with ADHD are treated, the way in which there are systematic barriers to people with ADHD getting a diagnosis and treatment, the way in which children at schools are expelled and end up having a worse life because teachers you know, are, and and the school system aren't willing to really embrace the idea of properly looking for ADHD in boys and girls. It's the reason I work seven days a week. I don't ever take a break because I have to carry on trying to help educate people, trying to help campaign using Stop the, the ridiculously. It is full of fucking bees. Yeah, but I could be doing other stuff, mate. I could. I oh, want. That's the I, reason you do this particular thing. Yes, that's the reason. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've got it. I've got a job. I could be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But no, it's 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 not. It's become my kind of quest, rabbit ears, because that sense of injustice burns inside me. If you look outside of ADHD, which you can't, because it's my entire life. You know, the only times I've ever had fisticuffs out, like a proper fight, proper throwdown is when someone else is in a fight, whether I know them or not. Now, that might not be the same as, as justice sensitivity, but I, I don't start fights. I'm pacifistic, but the only time I've ever been involved is when s- someone else has. <clears throat> if you look at all the social movements that I uh, get involved with, apart from ADHD, it's based around injustices in people and demographics that aren't mine. I, know, I never, Other than ADHD, I, I don't fight for the rights of middle-aged, middle-class, white, cis males, Alex, even though obviously there needs to be a campaign to support us in some Yeah, way. what about us? We need a day. <laughs> exactly. Every day. Um, and also the ADHD causes that I jump on are generally, generally about other people. It's interesting because I, I don't know how related this is or whether it's a different part of Mrs. ADHD's approach to stuff. 
but I use my blue tick wanker status to speak out on injustice and no one really listens but um it really annoys Mrs. ADHD when I do. She she gets very upset that I am well, not 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 for example if I speak out about Black Lives Matter. Not she's not a massive racist, for example. Um, but if I use it to talk about issues where I don't know, maybe she thinks I'm just trying to. I, I don't know. It's difficult. She struggles with it sometimes, but I, I have to. It's an absolute urge for me to use whatever tiny platform I've got to say this shit thing's going on. Don't let this shit this this shit thing go on. Whereas I, I just get into arguments with Buddhists. <laughs> I mean, that's a difficult thing to do, Alex, isn't it? Really? I know, that's what my wife says. She, she says, you're the only person I've ever met who gets genuinely furious at the Dalai Lama, <laughs> although this was before he was cancelled, to be fair. It annoys me, James. I could, oh, God. Honestly, yeah, the, the, when you've got the someone concept. cleaning your house for you and cooking and teaching the kids and looking after the old people, looking, I could spend seven hours a day sat on top of a mountain going have you tried being peaceful or pure yeah you wouldn't know would you yeah Yeah, you wouldn't know would you no of course not um back to me more important person um (laughs) in the past when i've spoken out on injustice it's damaged me so i've got into trouble at work for speaking about uh, social justice using my twitter platform to speak about social justice movements in fact it was mentioned in my occupational health assessment as i may have mentioned before for adhd when I was told by an unnamed person that my anxiety might be lessened if I didn't speak out about social justice movements on Twitter, wow. for example. And I know people that working for unnamed universities who I definitely didn't work for, who've done the same at their cost, that have spoken out and been told not to. So for me, oh, yeah. having known about this for years, Alex, and obviously been fully prepared for this podcast episode, yeah. um, it really it just, it all it all made sense at the time not not make sense now it made sense at the time that it was my adhd what about you yeah it's an, a really interesting one um i'm really wary of over medicalizing things that are personalities mm-hmm. i'm really also wary of everything being adhd so i struggle a bit with the idea that you know everything is adhd but however it, it, it's easy with you though because you it's it's easy with you though because you don't have a personality, do you? I do very much so. I have um an evil one, and therefore I'm not <laughs> sure I have just a sensitivity. So I've been thinking about it a lot, and there is a consistent in my life, and mm. I've always put it down to being a psychopath. Mm. So a couple of examples that you talked about fights a lot, and I'm kind of similar, and I mm-hmm. always and it's always a justice thing to get involved. But I always secretly just thought it was an excuse to have a rumble. Like, because I'm the devil inside. Mm. Yeah, brilliant. I'll have a go. And also there's impulsivity, whereas if we perceive yeah. injustice, we're more likely to get involved because we're more likely to impulsive and risk, risky things. Maybe yeah. somebody else might see it and go, well, that would be dumb. Whereas we might do that. I'm not, I'm not sure. I think I'm really interested in whether yeah whether i'm just allowed to exercise the devil sometimes where i live in in let's call it germany for want of a better word yeah it's quite yeah. it's quite a lot of people who i mean they're often the businessmen men <laughs> types and they they don't queue mm. and they they literally they they you're waiting for a train and they'll kind of sneak and rush to get on first even though everyone else was queuing and everyone else still stays in the queue but doesn't do anything about it and it always annoyed me so much for years. 
and I couldn't figure out why it annoyed me, but not my wife, for example. And and I, I now think it might be ADHD. I don't read subtle cues. I don't understand a lot of the rules. But um, but you knew about justice sensitivity for years, didn't you? So it's it's surprising that you didn't, you know, many years ago say, "Ah, this is clearly my ADHD justice sensitivity, <laughs> which I know about and have read all the papers on." As as an expert and scientist, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is so what I I said to to Lisa is, well, if they sneak in front of me, why? And this was an honest question with no like emotion behind it. I said, why can't I then? do it to them like a leapfrog situation, but turn around and have my nose a centimeter from theirs, but not touching and maintain eye contact. And and she thought it was a joke and I cannot see the difference between the two things at all. And so I think I have to be a bit sensitive to justice because otherwise I would do anything. There's no rule. There is, when when you were clearly writing the, the psychoeducation bit, I'm sure you came across a paper which actually looked at the different types of justice sensitivity and their relationship with aggression. And actually, some of them are associated with increased aggression and some of them decreased aggression. So that kind of one inch away from somebody's nose about to get battered by them, Alex, is probably <laughs> because of the type of justice sensitivity that you were exhibiting. Oh, yeah, but I wouldn't have aggression or anger. But do you, do you not think it's aggressive to stand? Your... Yeah, but do you not think it's aggressive to stand one centimeter from somebody's face, as you said? I think it's equally aggressive to push in. I don't see oh, okay. any. As long as it's not physical, I can't see the difference, and that's kind of my problem. I wonder. I always thought that was just yeah. being a psycho, but could maybe be. it's not. <laughs> it could be either. Could it? <laughs> I grew up thinking that all laws were made up. My lovely, lovely dad, definitely not ADHD, told me early on, and my brothers, there are no laws except for the physical constraints of the universe. Mm -hmm. Do what you want. Don't get caught. I don't think that helped, if I'm honest. <laughs> I, mean, I think, but the, I mean, they are all made up, aren't they? But, but, but I, yeah, I take your point. I think There's that was no, really oh, oh, No time for the game, though. No, 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 no. It says time for best game ever, Alex. And you know there it were any justice I was, I, to what I'm doing. And I was about to pay you a compliment, but you stopped me. So, ha-ha, ha-ha, ha Because you like the gonna, conversation. No, you'll, ne you'll never know. You'll never know. Sorry, you'll never know. Right, you've got, you you've got two options. For, you've, got, <laughs> you've got two options for the game. One is sleep, one is guitar. Which would you like? Ooh. Ooh. Guitar, please. Okay. So, um, as you know, I own several guitars and I've started to actually get back into playing them, which is good. And obviously, things are a bit stressful at the minute. And I got home after a recent visit to the hospital. I thought, you know what? I really just want to sit and play the guitar tonight. And I was genuinely excited um, to do it. But in the end, I couldn't play the guitar. So, I want to know the reason why I couldn't play the guitar. Okay. Option one is. <laughs> option one is i couldn't find the, the power cable to the amplifier this is the electric guitar one of, one of the electric guitars i've got Gee, couldn't find you. a power cable <laughs> okay option two is that i couldn't find even one of the probably 200 plectrums that i own and i can't finger pick and, op and option three is I just couldn't. Not couldn't play the guitar. I mean, I can play the guitar. Yeah, no, I, I, I just couldn't. Yeah. Well, did you? Did you, though? Did you? 
And I know you can play the guitar badly. I've, I've heard you. Yes, awfully, terribly. Right then, is it? I just couldn't. Is it one of two hundred plectra, or is it? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm no, not a, not a chance. I'm not letting that go. You, you <laughs> look at your face. Look at your face. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm looking down at my notepad and I kind of slyly looked up as I said to see what you say. James, if you look at the community of guitarists, and I've been on a number of fora and they all agree with me. Uh, let me have a think about this. I think that it isn't the power cable because all of your guitars are acoustic. It's just Sam told you you're a very good electric guitar player, so you didn't have to listen. I think it isn't one of 200 plectra because you've got big Dracula nails. I just think you just fucking couldn't. You bastard. Oh! Yes. I, I think that's the first one you've got right in a months. very long time. In in very yeah, long time. In months. In literally months for yeah. one cell. I couldn't. It's like I, I was trying not. to get the wrong. I know. I know. Um, and I know that you are quite competitive, so you clearly want to get me. Yeah, I walked upstairs, yeah. and I've got this beautiful new guitar, which I put an impulse bought when I was very sad about Robert from Kidderminster. And and, and, I, and I, I walked up, and I got it out, and I, and I got the, you know, the the amplifier and did plug it in, and then just looked at it and went, I can't. I couldn't. It, there, there was no reward in it, even though I desperately wanted to. So I had to just walk away and sit downstairs and, and do nothing, which you know was awful. So... You got one right, Jesus Christ. The world's gone mad, Alex. I know. That's got to be 50-50, about half of them. I, I know. I saw somebody post something, either it was either Discord or a message or something, saying they tried to work it out, and it was something like 27 out of 41 or something, but it's not, or 21 out of 47. Yeah, that was early on, wasn't it? It's gone nuts. Yeah. I haven't yeah, known it. It's 10. terrible. But, but you know, on, on this... I'm sorry, everyone. He's got it right. On that really depressing note, yes. we'll take a break and I'm going to give him utter shit while we take that break and we'll be back for some Spunk Trumpeting in part three. See you in a bit. You probably guessed by now, actually, that Alex um, tries to put me off before I ever do anything on this podcast. And one, I, we've got these recordings. One day I'm just going to gather all these videos together and show you. People think I'm the monster in this relationship because we I'm really so do. Me, we mean tell them and they never believe. I know, but it, it's always you. Anyway, welcome back to part three of episode 61 of AAGHC. Oh of the ADHD adults we'll be talking about injustice and justice sensitivity. Alex, spunk trumpet for us, son. Mm -hmm. um, I've been through this a lot in my head, not when I knew it was justice sensitivity as ADHD, because, you know, that would have been in the last 12 minutes. But <laughs> in my life, knowing that I had a problem with... Well, I don't like, in me, self-righteousness. I find mm -hmm. it the, one of the ugliest traits in me getting road rage about somebody else and they do something wrong and I can beep and be angry with them and and impulsively shout at them and I think that it's really really fucking ugly and I've always I think that these are linked I think just to sensitivity if you wield it right if it's a real injustice if it actually needs fixing just mm. blooming amazing of course it is and and I'd like to think that I stand up for stuff I don't but I'd like to think I would if anything ever happened but what I, what I will say is if you've got ADHD, you are in danger of being impulsive. You are in danger of risking things, not just, you know, getting a slap, but 
risking your career for something that maybe tomorrow you'll you you won't feel the same way about or maybe wasn't that big an injustice or maybe it was perceived and those kinds of things so i would say that if you are going to act on it my top is ask yourself what do i want to achieve what is success here if you actually get a change real justice then by all means if you think well i'm going to change someone's mind through this interaction through saying it, i've just got to say it because i will change their mind or i will win this argument forget it you will not it's ridiculous the idea that any human is going to go you are right everyone i go stop here and everyone cheers and carries me out the room and they never do it again humans don't work that way those shower conversations we have where you, even with our partners where you go i'll say this and they say that and you go all down this rabbit hole and you say the first thing about and they go oh, shut the fuck up or they just don't answer the way you want them to it doesn't happen what do you want to achieve will that happen by saying this thing do you have to say it anyway could you could you sleep on it so before compul like really impulsively giving someone both barrels ding, i ask myself what 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 is success here how will my approach here help achieve that thing? And usually it won't. That's my top tip, James. Serious one. What's yours? What's your top uh, tip well, for this thing you know about? Bef before I give my well-considered over many years top tip for this thing that I've been aware of for more than the last 15 minutes, before I say that, I had to fight saying ding when you mistakenly said my top is instead of my top tip is um <laughs> because i thought that was a, that was a wonderful wonderful freudian slip from me there alex so anyway getting it. to my my top tips so what i would say is god i think this is kind of going to go against what you say and obviously alex's tips are better than mine that goes without saying if you have yeah <laughs> if you have power and safety if, like Alex and myself, you are a demographic that are they're pretty safe, um, then fire fire away if you want to, depending on which type of justice sensitivity it is, and also depending on how you're going to talk about it. You know, online campaigning about something, trying to share the truths behind an injustice, you know, to help try and satisfy that sense of injustice. That's absolutely fine. If you don't have that that power, if you are in a, maybe a demographic that you know, doesn't have the same sense of safety if you try and share your opinions on a matter, then what I would say is first try and step back, maybe write things down, S speak to people who you feel safe speaking to without maybe being too externally loud about it at first. It's a little bit like an internal risk assessment, which obviously we can't do because of impulsivity and, and, and inappropriate um, uh, assessment of risk. But as Alex said, it's it's not worth you damaging yourself for other causes unless the causes are just so incredibly incredibly like world changingly important it's not bad if you see injustice it's not bad if you feel injustice but you know oxygen mask analogy put yourself first and therefore just try and do that stop moment of you know, am I going to damage myself by defending another cause or another person? And just final thing is there are links between, and I've known this for years, obviously, Alex, because I've read the literature for years, there are links between justice sensitivity and rejection sensitivity, because obviously if you, as you said, if you go out there and you do 
have that conversation, say that thing, and what you get back is shut up, or what you get back is well, that's not important, or what you get back is well, you're a woke libtard who's blah 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 blah. That is likely going, yeah, well, yeah, me too. That is likely going to, I wear that as a badge of honor, actually. That's likely going to trigger your rejection, yeah, it's going to trigger your rejection sensitivity if you, particularly on social media, where let's face it, a significant proportion of people on social media are cunts and see that they have this absolute empowerment to be a cunt on social media to other people they've never met and never will meet. And therefore, it's a very dangerous place for your RSD if you make a statement like, I'm going to pick one at random, like Black Lives Matters, that you want to, to, to voice the way in which you see injustice at the way in which people of colour are treated in this country. And some spam-headed gammon then starts, you know, plowing into you and all his mates do that that is going to be very painful for you so just remember that those two things are linked exactly it's exactly the same as when people who spend their lives meditating to learn about their <laughs> behavior when they they go on about it on the internet they that now they need both barrels and not in a ding way that's all i'm ding. saying i think we can agree I, there can i can i quickly add the time the only other pylon i was ever i ever received ding on twitter was I shared a tweet, which have you seen the program Making Fun on Netflix? It's a lovely program where some quite grumpy old men make big toys for children. And it's about engineering and making, and it kind of shows you how to build stuff. I put a tweet that Sounds said, yeah, I, like that. I put a tweet saying, if you like, you know, funny programs that also are a bit educational for kids. I'm not a kid, but I still learn stuff, you know, about engineering and, and stuff. So Making Fun's great. And somebody who I didn't know, never met, obviously, who was a another blue tick wanker retweeted my tweet saying this program is ridiculous it's full of you know factual factually incorrect statements and it teaches children how to use an angle grinder incorrectly which i'm not sure how you should teach a child to use an angle grinder but because they had met yeah they had many more followers than me there was a full-on pylon of people having a go at me for saying i like this telly program and that's not even a, a fucking social justice thing to be to be talking about and it it hurts. It does just reinforce that thing that if you go out there and say this, you will get attacked and prepare for that. Right. Um, <laughs> product recommendation the week before we go. I don't know if this was the typo or if it's the Spanish version of dopamine, but it says light therapy because it increases dopamine. <laughs> yeah, dopamine. Yeah, dopamine. I can't do that. <laughs> exactly. Um, it can it can help with sleep, and it can also uh, obviously with people that have seasonal affective disorder can help. So as we're getting to that time of year where Mrs. ADHD can't drive after four o'clock because it's dark, then light therapy can sometimes help. Okay, that was episode sixty-one. No, not help her drive your dickhead. It can it, it can help. I, it was an aside that she can't drive in the dark because her eyes are useless. The only reason she's with me, she can't actually see me. Anyway, oh, I've always wondered. Makes sense, makes sense yeah. now, yeah. That was episode 61 of the ADHD Adults Podcast, where we definitely talked about a subject that we definitely have known about for years and, and, and heavily researched, not just in the last week. In the incredibly rare, possibly even unique chance that you thought any of this was useful, why not support the show and the charity behind it on the link provider? Because otherwise, Alex is going to have to continue renting his head out to construction companies who need to build skateboarding parks. As you usual, if you want to get in touch. It's all. It's always because they're around, Alex. Your default, your default reaction should be, oh, he's making a round-headed joke. 
Mm. While we're at it, by the way, by, by the way, you know my sold out show in Liverpool on on Monday. You know the sold out talk I did in Liverpool. Alex, it was sold out. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, I heard I'd it. like to say th- I'd like to say thanks to Robin Crump for uh, obviously printing and <laughs> wearing. Yeah, printing and wearing a T-shirt which had the beautiful picture of you with a balloon head that one of our lovely Discord members had prepared for us. And he gave me a pen which had a picture of your your face as a balloon on it as well. Fuck me, we have to get these mass-produced and obviously give something to the wonderful person that drew these things because it was amazing. Anyway, if you want to get in touch as usual, contact us on the socials. The Discord community is now just, it's a gnat's fart under a thousand, isn't it? Which means then people yeah. can search for it. But please come and join us on Discord. Yeah. Uh, the the um, chaotic squirrel rave that it is, it's incredible. Um, and we will see you next time. Bye. Hi, all. Trigger warning, Claxon. Claxon, 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 Claxon,